0: Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, and creator of The Cinema Draft Game. Back at you with another fun weekend, a surprising weekend uh, where anything could go. Uh, It was a lot of open-ended strategies that end up uh, failing and a few that succeeded. So let's do a screen share and jump right into it. Okay, so we're gonna concentrate as usual, on the feature presentation. And this week, our winner, for the first time, I do believe, is my boy, The Roan. He is a Cinema Draft OG. He was back on the spreadsheet days when we called it Box Office Fantasy. Very excited and proud of my boy. Uh, So let's see what The Roan had on his call sheet and figure out what he had uh, to win. So it looks like. So he had a tripod of sorts. He had a Stars and Scrub strategy, a tripod that involved uh, headliners, a uh, headliner stack from Guardians of the Galaxy, which was slightly more affordable than a headliner stack from Alien Covenant. And he did sneak in Billy Crudup as the third part of the Troika for from Alien Covenant to build up the bulk of the stars strategy. That's about 61000 62000 between the two of them. And, and then he got a little creative where most people would totally punt. And he did kind of punt on a couple right here. Champion was a bit of an unknown. He's only on 31 screens. and Pretty much zero publicity that I'd seen for that. Kind of gave away a, a kind of like a, a salary filler here in champion, and also Paris can wait. Paris can wait wasn't a total disaster. He did get you, uh, did I guess did earn about two hundred sixty-six thousand over the weekend. But the secret weapon here was Norman. He had one. He had the headliner stack from Norman plus Leo Ashkenazi, uh, a, a non-headliner actor. Uh, Norman: The Moderate Rise and Tragic Fall of a New York Fixer. Played a really big role uh, uh, this week. It actually expanded to. Uh, this is actually the estimate for what's going to be in in this upcoming week, 425 screens. But expand to something like 373 screens, maybe. And it just did, or actually no, maybe I think it was on 425 screens. Anyways, for its release type, it did pretty well. Uh, about 570,000, considering I. I mean, I. I looked up the trailer online, but otherwise I hadn't seen any kind of publicity for it. But apparently it's Richard Gere in, you know, a career. Well, I would say career making. He's had quite a career, but in a career best role. So, so having three of Norman right there pretty much was the difference. And uh, and also he, he for his limited release he had uh, Jonah Zhao from Gifted, and and then rounding out his his uh, ten actor call sheet was Amos Tamim, a headliner from The Wedding Plan, which showed little signs of life. It's expanded about 53 screens, did about 100 something thousand uh, at the box office. So well done, the Ron. Very excited and proud of you. End up taking down the feature presentation for the first time on the site. So second was a group chat stalwart Michael Volante who I mean uh, it's just it's just been a pleasure watching him work over these past several weeks he definitely has you know his thumb on the on the pulse takes risks calculated risks however and usually ends up you know in the in the top 5 so another second place of Michael Volante uh, worth 2750 4625 to the Rhone, and so taking a look at, at Michael Vellante's call sheet. He has a headliner stack from Alien Covenant. He went big on one, two, three. He had he had three actors from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, including the headliner stack of Tom Everett, Scott, and Alicia Silverstone. Also, he discovered Norman, which was, like I said, was a bit of an unknown going into the weekend. And he, he bet big on Norman. It was cheap. It was, and you know, if we were able to see ownership percentages, which we aren't quite yet, um, that will be hopefully down the road sometime. I mean, I, I can't say that Norman was was super high owned, but it's very interesting to see. Uh It'd be very interested to see you know uh you know in retrospect once we do build an ownership if we went back to a week like this see what the ownership of norman was because i was scared i will not lie i might have had a sprinkling of norman here and there on some of my call sheets but in the feature presentation i'm pretty sure i steered you know clear from norman so so nice bet on norman also being the beast is still <laughs> making box off. look at that 7.14 points For Dan Stevens and Beauty and the Beast as a headliner, that's pretty. That's pretty solid, man. For a limited limited release, tends to be, you know, that the kind of middle child of release types. It's not too big, it's not too small, and therefore you get a lot of movies that, you know, that really, if if you're swinging big, if you're thinking you make, you know, you know, tens of millions of dollars, you're not going to release your film on. 501 to 1999 screens. You're just not. You're probably gonna, you know, open it super wide, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 screens plus, or you're gonna platform it up, which means starting small and building up uh, week by week. And you're probably gonna start with like, you know, New York and LA, two to eight. you know, screens and, you know, kind of build your way up, you know, then 25, then 50, then 100, then 300, you know, and kind of work your way up there. So it's always a pleasure to see a limited release film, you know, do, do what's a little bit unexpected and make some money at the box office. So, and then also he has, uh, he also covered his base with lowriders, because Ava Longoria from Lowriders. So that was, that was smart. And, you know, just fell Three three points of change short of the top spot. A great call sheet, Michael Vellante. Uh, I will be seeing you in the winner's circle again. And and uh, my bad, <laughs> the side bet. Uh, I thought you were in on it this week. Maybe you'll be on it. Or I thought you were in on it last week. Maybe you'll be on it this week. Uh, the God of Cheese. Okay. Great name, by the way. So he's in the house in third place with a headliner stack Alien Covenant. He also found Norman. How did I miss Norman? It seems like everyone was on Norman but me. Uh, he, ha- he has a three-pack of Norman, including the headliner stack of Richard Gear and Michael Sheen. He has Demian Bashir from Lowriders, uh, headliner stack from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Salma Hayek from How to Be a Latin Lover, limited a limited release. Oh, actually a headliner stack from how to be a Latin Lover. So this is this is a really this is a pretty balanced call sheet. He spreads love around, and maybe the only flaw is that maybe it's a little too balanced. Uh, I mean he, his instincts are all there. I, I love his instincts. Um, he covered all his bases, it's a pretty safe call sheet. Um, how to be a Latin Lover, probably I wouldn't say it's, it underperformed because it's been performing so well for the pe- previous three weeks, but it's probably reaching its, it's, you know, or it's probably reached its apex and it's on, it's on the, the, the backside, the, the the downside of its uh, cinema draft career. So, so that, so I wouldn't say it's so much a misstep as in he's wanted to, to cover his bases. He had some money uh, to spend, how to be a Latin lover. Seemed like it might be good value, but yeah, if it's only making about you know, 2 million or so, 1, 1 million change, you know, it's not going to get you the points you need at limited release. It might, I mean, if it actually drops down to a platform release this week, which I'm not expecting it to, but if it does, then that might be one to really jump on right there. Right now it's looking like, yeah, it's still listing 948 screens from last weekend. So, but otherwise release all call sheet, TGC, the God of cheese good for third place and 1875. So let's see, Ring Balls, winner of the group chat side bet. And so what's Ring Balls got going on here? OK, so the only thing I heard him was the unknown. It was Bahu Bali to the conclusion. And I don't know what happened to this film. <laughs> it just disappeared from the marketplace. Uh, which I really kind of hate. Uh, it didn't track any results. Let me see if any results have, have posted yet for Bahubali 2, because that is just, well, I mean, that's super annoying. Let's be real. That's just super annoying. Um, let's see. Weekend. Did it track at all? No. So as of last night when we were finalizing the game, it did not track uh, through, let's see, when was the last update? Actually, let me let me refresh this. Yeah, so through yesterday, 2.24 p.m., Bahu Bali 2 did not track in North America, which is just bizarre. Um, All these other films tracked. Bahu Bali, you couldn't track. Wow, that's just disappointing. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, I'm... Did I fall? I mean, on a couple of calls, sheets, I might have fallen prey to, to Bahu Bali. Because, it, it, I mean, it just came out of nowhere. And see, the thing with films like these is that a lot a lot of times they will come out of nowhere. And then as quickly as they came on the screen, it's as quickly as they'll, they'll leave the scene. I mean, it's just no warning. The Sucker was on, what, how many screens last weekend? 600 screens? Uh, 300 screens, whatever. I estimated 375 this week. But yeah, it's, it's just no, no dice. So, so in case like that, you get the minimum points, which is one point uh, per actor uh, you know, in its release type or 1.40 points for a headliner. And so he had headliner stack Alien Covenant. He had a three pack of lowriders, including the headliner stack of Ava Longoria and Demian Bashir. Uh, Kevin Klein, non headliner from Beauty and the Beast. And he had. A headliner and non-headliner from Norman, The Moderate Rise and Tragic Fall of a New York Fixer. So, you know, good-looking call sheet. Um, it What really hurt you was the disappearance of Bahu Bali 2, the conclusion. And you know what? You're not the only one who got got by that movie. So you're in good company, ring balls. You're in distinguished company. And then rounding out our top five, Bethany Volante now obviously somehow related you know to michael volante i'm not sure if that's his wife or his kid but love seeing uh you know bethany you know just steadily rise she's been kind of on the grind on the low and and getting it and getting her i think one of her first top fives in the feature presentation is a good way to go congratulations bethany let's take a look at your call sheet uh so you look like it looks like you have headliner stock a diary of a wimpy kid which uh, I mean, I think it's priced appropriately, but it never was really destined to do that much at the box office. Uh, I'm glad you got the points you did. As a matter of fact, what did it do at the box office? Diary Wimpy Kid, opening weekend, made $7.13 million. So on 3,100 screens, it's 2,200 screen. It's not a stellar opening. So a little bit of a risky call there, but I'm glad you got some points out of it. Uh, Dan Stevens, headliner from Beauty and the Beast, was her obligatory limited release pick. Uh, oh okay so it looks like she's she's running out of um, she, she's running out of salary so she kind of punted with uh, with a two pack from lost City of Z non headliners both which eked out two points each and then ra- uh, then Bahu Bali got her too. She had a headliner from Bahu Bali, so she got the minimum 1.40 points. Ava Longoria and Demi Bashir, the headliner stack from Lowriders, and then also the headliner stack from Alien Covenant. This is a pretty solid call sheet. Uh, you know, besides Bahu Bali too, which caught us all off guard. I'm thinking that you probably that she probably could have, you know, done better than Diary of Wimpy Kid if she she could find a way to squeeze in. Either another alien covenant or, and actually, you probably couldn't, it's only about. Sixteen thousand between it but uh but but somewhere around here she probably could have gotten a few more points out of the slot that was diary of a wimpy kid i'm thinking off the top of my head oh you know maybe well lowriders is a little expensive i'm thinking maybe you could have done another low riders than then punted and that actually would have given you another seven more points just a thought but otherwise really good call sheet congratulations welcome to the top five I miss it because we're gonna take a look at my call sheets now and how the uniform we suck. Um, okay, so yeah, um, not a happy day. Uh, so let's see, my, my call sheets. Oh, so these are the ones that are, oh, let you expired. Might take a minute. I've got a lot of call. She's, there we go. So just let's show, we'll we'll do two. We'll do the background talent in the feature presentation. Cause like I like to say, I start with the background talent, work my way up. And actually when it comes to the background talent, I took second, I took second with 172.08 points but somewhere along the way, my thinking got perverted because I, I totally missed out. So what worked here, it looks like was I had, so I had my exposure to lowriders. I had a four pack of lowriders, including a headliner stack. I had a headliner stack, Alien Covenant. I had Norman, some exposure to Norman, and uh, headliner from headliners from Norman and Gifted. And it looks like it really was just creating space to, to stack as much lowriders as I could while being responsible. Um, and then I punted with Champion, and then uh, semi-punted with uh, Paris Can Wait. And then yeah, so this is this is an okay call sheet. Uh, I mean I I guess I need more Norman. I mean I was all in on Lowriders. Uh, Norman was was cheaper, probably could have bought me room to get another Alien Covenant or a headliner from Guardians of the Galaxy. So you live and you learn. Live and you learn. But that was good enough for second uh in the background talent and then and and then the one I had for the feature presentation. Oh boy, which was like a dog with flies. I, I mean, one one I was out of the money too. I think I was like fifteenth. Oh no, go back. Uh, actually, let's just look at the let's look at the actual standings. Relive my misery and woe. Here we go. Feature presentation of the seventeen players that played this week. I do believe I was tied for. There we go, 11th (laughs) with Jay Devlin. So, what was on our minds? Well, I was all in on lowriders, had a good feeling about it. I mean, you know, you you can play the woulda, coulda, shoulda game all you want. I mean, the the movie did make almost 1.2 million. It wasn't like a huge drop off, even though it expanded screens, but I guess I was hoping for at least 1.5 million, another four points, another 400,000, another four points. And we're skipping our way to the bank. I mean, that's like 24 points right here on top. That would give us 184 points each. And we would have been skipping to the bank. But woulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda, didn't, shoulda, coulda, didn't, whatever. Um, Basically, my call sheet looks like this. Alien Covenant headliner Michael Fassbender in that creepy dual role. (laughs) But, But a really good movie. Solid, entertaining flick. Eugenio Derbez, the headliner from How to Be a Latin Lover. I mean, and obviously in retrospect, I could have gone with Norman and got a few more points, but, you know, what are you going to do? And then it's a max stack of lowriders. Now, what do I mean by a max stack for those who are new to the podcast and or the game? I mean, I'm talking uh, the most actors you can roster on your call sheet from a single movie which is 8. The reason why it's 8 instead of 10 because we have 10 actors per movie generally is because you need to have at least one actor from each of the three release types wide, limited and platform. So we max stacked this with 8 actors including the headliner stack Ava Longoria and demian Bashir. We're all over low riders. And damn it, if we didn't get another 400,000 this this audacious strategy could have worked because the conventional wisdom would be you're probably gonna wanna stack Alien Covenant. As we saw with roan who took down the future presentation, he actually stacked Guardians of the Galaxy with a uh, headliner exposure to Alien Covenant, which is really smart. Um, we weren't as smart, so this is what we get. <laughs> but otherwise, we took a bold strategy, didn't pay off. Uh, congrats Jay Devlin back there, You know. You know um, on the East Coast this weekend, still put in call sheet. Appreciate the the love and the respect. But he also, we tied, we had the same call sheet construction, 160.2, tied for 10th, 11th place, whatever. Um, Let's take a look at a call sheet outside the norm, see how it did. Oh, there's Team Murray online. Hi, Team Murray. Sorry, you were DFL this week. (laughs) Uh, Matt is in there battling it out. Cornell West side are w- truly working and employed black Rider in Hollywood. Um, Oh my goodness. You know what? This, this one kind of breaks my heart. Gamble 24 seven had, uh, if I think he had a streak or, or not, so he previously had, previously had a streak, um, of 13 straight weeks. I don't think he, I'm not sure if he cashed last week. He might've cashed, but either way he did, he was just outside the money this week. um, Let's take a look at his call sheet. Actually, no, let's take a look at Tuck Nasty. Tuck Nasty um, has been an infrequent player. Let's take a look at his call sheet, see what he did to make the money. Sixth place, which is worth $5. So, hey, and you know what? That's not nothing. $5 is the minimum you need to withdraw from your account. So congratulations on your withdrawable earnings, Tuck Nasty. So he had... Uh, headliner from Alien Covenant, headliner from Guardians of the Galaxy. He had the headliner stack from Lowriders, headliner stack from Norman, uh, Chris Evans from Gifted, Dan Stevens from Beauty and the Beast, and yeah, Bahubali 2 bit him in the ass. Also, well, it's really it's that's, once again it's another balanced call sheet. I like it. It's pretty safe, and you know what? You know, it may, while a safe call sheet may not you know win outright the contest it will get you in the top six so congratulations Tuck nasty good looking call sheet there appreciate it so let's take a quick look at what we can expect going into this weekend this is just kind of oh nope, this is old one this is last week's let's go to there we go this week's all right um and oh no this is no actually that was two weeks ago this is i'm all over the place here we go this is what we want. And so we have four newcomers to the town pool this week. We've got Baywatch, Pirates of Caribbean, a very small indie called Berlin Syndrome in platform release and Long Strange Trip, which is the documentary of the Grateful Dead on 45 screens, uh, largely throughout the desert Southwest and a few other major cities. So let's take a look at some of these salaries. So Baywatch, so so Baywatch is, is up there. We're, we're you know you start off at eighteen thousand six hundred for Hannibal Burris, up to twenty thousand five hundred for Dwayne Johnson. I mean, it, this feels like a four quadrant. Well, I would say a four quadrant film. It's rated R, but a very strong three quadrant film. We're not dealing with any young people, you know, here. But I mean, it's it's raunchy, it's funny, it's sexy, it's crazy, it's a little gross. I mean, and it's got a lot of people, you know, a lot of hard bodies with hot abs. Honestly, I don't know what more you can ask for. I have a feeling this is going to do very well. I'm thinking maybe around, you know, 40 million or so. But it's also up against Pirates of the Caribbean, which we've priced higher, starting at 25,000 for Golshetev, Farahani, and David Wenham all the way up to Johnny Depp at 27,000. And yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm sure we're gonna probably see some constructions out there where people you know stack more pirates than Baywatch, stack more Baywatch than pirates, stack just Baywatch, ignore pirates, or in vice versa. It'll be very interesting to see what constructions come out of these prices cuz these are the these are the top dogs this weekend they they should blow everyone else out of the water by a wide margin we have yet to see what's cooking on box office pro as far as their weekend forecast but let's just let's just you know think just think big think big when it comes to Baywatch and Pirates i see major openings for both in my cloudy you know crystal ball um what else alien covenant we we dropped that price um thirty six million is nothing to sneeze at, but it's a little bit soft for this franchise, even Prometheus debuted at fifty one million about three years ago um let's see what else. Uh, everything, everything, we dropped that by about three or 4,000, strong debut, actually 12 million. It's just, it's going to be a more crowded marketplace this weekend. Um, I think the cinema score was decent, but it's still, it actually, it actually overperformed projections. Uh, most, uh, place where, where, uh, think he's going to do 9 million. I believe box office pro itself. Oh, those are weekend actuals. I think box office pro themselves, uh, thought it was going to get about, there we go. This weekend forecast. Box Office uh, Pro itself uh, said it was going to do about 9.5, delivered 12. So I was, I was right about it overperforming, but obviously it wasn't enough to really justify such a high price. Uh, you know, and, and let's, let's just, you know, give credit where credit's due. These guys know what they're doing. To me, it felt like, like a $20 million opening, but I don't track box offices for the living. So what do I know? Uh, let's see what else. Lowriders actually, I think we knocked about $500 off as it's, although the word is that it might be expanding into limited. I thought it actually downsized, might expand to limited. So let's keep an eye on that as we, you know, bear down on Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific time, theater lock. Uh, Snatched is is being devalued. It's going to go lower. The wall is is now starting at min price. Wedding planners unchanged. Guardians of the Galaxy, it's it's affordable now. I mean, there actually might be a strategy out there based off the strength. The fact that this sucker still pulled in 35 million. Oop, wrong weekend. Okay, uh, there we go. Still pulled in 30, almost 35 million in like its uh, in its third weekend. So. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's only dropped it dropped less than 50%, which is actually a really strong hold. If it drops another 40%, you're looking at 20 million. I mean, there might be a strategy in there where you might want to stick four or five of those suckers on there to make the difference if you feel like the openings for pirates and Baywatch is going to be a little soft. I think it's going to be as hard as Zac Efron's abs, but we shall see. Uh, Latin lover seems to be winding down and priced accordingly, 6,100 uh, up to 6,500. Norman, we priced up a little bit. I think we added another 500 or so to. Uh, I think yeah, another fi- I think we added another 500 or so to its. Uh, to, uh, to its salaries, Faye the Furious, which actually, if it dips in the limited, it could actually show improve there. 6,500 up to 7,900 for Dwayne and Vin. And, yeah, everything else is, you know, very little consequence, but that's the overview of the box office this weekend. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. Hope you're learning something and enjoying the game as you go along. Make sure you send all your friends to cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. The more people who play, the more prizes and the bigger prizes we can give away. Also, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And this weekend, as per usual, well, this week until our next podcast, which should be uh, posting tomorrow and throughout the week in the weekend, go see a movie or something.